Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about growth and healing that will shift your perspective in profound ways. We take a unique approach to healing the overthinking mind, creating conscious relationships, and living a life of courage and freedom. So take a deep breath and get ready to expand your mind, connect to your body, and activate your spirit. Hello there. Welcome back to the Healing Embodied Podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Horton. And today, for today's podcast episode, I actually took a little blip of a live Q&A that I did in our one of our group programs for relationship anxiety. And I had Natalie Kennedy. She was on a previous episode of the podcast. I had her as one of our guest teachers to join me in doing the Q&A. And one of the questions that we got was about the difficulty of connecting with the body and the difficulty of getting out of your head and into your body and all the barriers that come up when we try to shift that paradigm. For so many of us, we have lived the majority of our lives in our heads, overthinking, hearing our own inner judge, our own inner critic, the voice of shame, like that's the voice we've become so familiar with. And so there becomes a lot of challenges and barriers when connecting with the body. And as you might have guessed, our, you know, the name of our podcast is Healing Embodied. And all the work we do with clients is is helping them to reconnect with their bodies, to heal the stored pain that lives in the body and to live a life that is embodied, not just thinking about your experiences and feeling so trapped in all of your thoughts and judgments about yourself and about your experiences, but to actually experience life through your body, to befriend your body. And while that sounds so lovely and wonderful and magical, and it is, we also understand that there are a lot of barriers and challenges that come up when trying to shift that paradigm. And so I wanted to let you kind of peek behind the curtain of what it might look like um, to see me working with a client who is struggling to get out of her head and into her body and all the barriers that that she's experiencing. And of course, there's there's no identifying information. We don't say her name or anything like that. Um, but, you know, in hearing her question, I know that this is a question that we get so much here at Healing Embodied of, I'm afraid to go in my body. I'm afraid of what's going to be there. Or I don't even know what it is that I'm supposed to be feeling or supposed to be doing or every time I try to get into my body, my mind just comes back in and and screams and says all these horrible things that I'm going to find out if I get into my body. So I want to let you into the process and as you hear us answering her question, I also hope it gives you some hope and also some very useful practical ways to begin 
bridging that gap and being able to connect to your body and being able to feel just a little bit safer in befriending your body. Because we know, we know, we know from experience how intense it can be to start to actually feel what's been in your body probably locked away or you've numbed yourself to what's in your body for decades. We know how intense that process can be to start to tap into what's there. And for us at Healing Embodied, you know, our clients feeling safe is our number one priority because we know like it could be almost re-traumatizing to just get into your body and start feeling everything that's there. Like that's intense. And, you know, we understand that this is a process. This is a a gradual, gentle process. Um, And we want to consider what are, what we're actually ready for. And we don't want to bulldoze our way past the barriers and the resistance. We want to work with what's coming up and be able to take the steps that feel accessible, that feel safe, to slowly begin to expand our capacity to be in our body. Again, rather than just bulldozing through all of our barriers and resistance, we want to create safety in being able to reconnect to the body. So again, I hope in listening to this live Q&A and in in hearing uh, me and Natalie's response to this question, I hope it gives you uh, lots of insights and some things that you can actually start doing today as soon as possible to begin bridging that gap, to begin shifting that paradigm of everything being in your mind to starting to connect with your body. And again, you know, a podcast isn't going to be able to substitute an actual therapeutic relationship, a relationship where you're, you're engaging in a process and having that that support and that space held for you. So I'm not saying that this podcast episode is going to just, you know, give you everything you need to be to begin connecting to your body. Um, I I definitely am not going to say that. I think it's very important to have that safe space held for you as you come up against your own unique challenges and barriers. But I hope that this episode gives you at least some little nugget of insight, wisdom, and and some, some things that you can start doing today. And if you feel like you need more support in working with your body and getting out of your head, I would highly recommend you getting that support, whether that's with us here at Healing Embodied or a practitioner or a therapist or a community. Connect with the resources that um, you have available to you. So without further ado, here is the recording of our answer. All right, I was just doing an embodiment session. I often cannot attend the lives and you ask to connect to certain parts of me and I simply feel like I don't have these parts. Like I'm simply living totally from my brain, totally by choice. Interesting. Curious about that. I think that that's the part speaking. Yeah. 
A lot of the choices I make are made by logic, or is that the protective mechanism that I simply cannot connect to any feelings? The parts are Short living. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the parts are living in my brain, not my body. That kind of feeling. Yeah, we can. When we've experienced a lot of trauma, pain, chronic stress, we around can emotions themselves around too. emotions. Yeah, we can literally dis just disconnect. Body mind split is what we call it in the dance therapy world. You're just a thinking being. And we've, as a survival mechanism, we learned it's. It's too uncomfortable, too unsafe to feel what I'm feeling because it's so overwhelming that we just go up into our head. We intellectualize things and it's it feels safer up here because the emotions that we've experienced in our lives felt too overwhelming. There was no one there to support us in processing them. We were ashamed for feeling that. There's so many different reasons why we learn to disassociate from our own bodies and feel so disconnected. So for those who are in this program who tend more towards these numbing, disconnective, dissociative ways, know that this is going to be like a process of a huge solid block of ice thawing without a heating pad. It's this thought, like it's it's all frozen in here. Mm-hmm. It has to thaw for us to be able to feel again. Um, it was my question. I mean, I don't really know when to follow what I think or feel. I have, ne- I never have an idea if I'm making good choices, and I experience the same in my relationship. I actually have no clue when I'm even when I'm even staying. Maybe why. But leaving feels terrifying as well. So that might be resulting from me living totally in my head. Well, you're only accessing a very tiny part of yourself. And that's why it feels like you don't have all the information to make a decision because you're not involving your body in the decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know why I'm even staying. Yeah, when we are, we've become so numb and disconnected from our body, the only thing... Um, the only thing we have is logic and logic can only take us so far. So even when we ask ourselves, why am I staying? Logic can't really answer that or provide a satisfying enough answer or why should I leave? Logic is never going to provide the full answer. It's like, you know, writing the pros and cons lists. Right. There's a mental satisfaction in that, but it's, it's not the full picture. Like, why do we do anything that we do? Logic is such a small fraction of that. So I hear your confusion. I hear the, I hear the question. I hear the desire. Like there's a, a, a desire to access other parts of you because the logic ne- it always seems to fall short. Right. Because as soon as you find the answer, you have automatically born a new question. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. I hear you say, I, I think connecting with my body frightens me because I'm afraid of what I'll find as an answer. And this is the most common fear we come up against in this program. Yeah. We think our body has some doomsday, doomsday thing it's, it's going to say to us because we're so used to listening to the doomsday thoughts of our mind that we think the voice of our body sounds like that. Yeah. And we're so used to only hearing what our, our mind and our fear and our shame has to say that we assume that our body has the same kind of voice. 
and not to give reassurance, but spoiler alert, your body is loving and gentle and kind. And the voice that comes from that place, this connected, attuned place, does not sound like shame and you're a piece of shit and you're doing something wrong and you're a failure and why didn't you or how could you? But we're so many of us are so used to hearing that voice that we assume, oh God, once I go into my body, I'm going to hear that same thing. And that is, it's scary to, to move past that fear of what if, what if my body has the same kind of shaming, judging voice, but fucking spoiler alert, your body does not have that voice. And I know, like I said, when, when we have dissociated and disconnected from our body for so long, it does feel scary to begin to feel. So for you, this is going to be a more gradual process. Everyone's process looks different, but for those of us who are so disassociated, it's a more gradual process because we truly believe it's unsafe to be in my body. It's unsafe. So it's a gradual, gentle process. And what I would actually suggest for you as a supplement to, you know, what you're witnessing in the recordings is actually focus on external sensation. Mm -hmm. Our internal sensation are very, it's very emotional. So it's very intense. Our internal sensation tend to be a lot more intense. That's going to feel like too much for those who are constantly dissociating to be like, oh, feel all this sensation in your chest and in your gut. Right? And your mind is just going to kick in. It's going to keep kicking in and bringing you back up. So I actually want you to focus on external sensation and just feeling sensation for sensation's sake, that, that thawing process. Begin to feel the sensation of things on your skin. Maybe you have a collection of some sensory objects, some rocks, some soft things, some hard things, and just smooth, rough, hot, cold. Yeah, hot, cold, smooth, rough. Just also cooking. Yeah, smell. Chopping, smelling. Cooking is so amazing for resensitizing all of your senses with colors. and But it's still external. Yes. So I, yeah. for those who tend to just keep defaulting into disconnection and dissociation, turning on your external sensory awareness is, is going to be a, a, an inroad that feels more accessible. And also, instead of feeling the movement of your inner body, Take a moment and just witness the movement happening around you. Because you're probably so frozen, so disconnected, that like tracking the movement inside your body feels like way too much. Or you feel stuck or come just completely frozen. So just take a moment and like right now I'm looking out the window and there's a gentle kind of dance. There's also a woodpecker. Dance to the trees. There's a <laughs> woodpecker. The leaves are kind of... So just witness kind of the, the life and the aliveness, the subtle, gentle aliveness that's happening around you. And if that feels okay, if you want to take it a step further, maybe you begin to mimic with your body. So I'm seeing there's some leaves over here and they're doing this kind of thing. So maybe you look at the leaves and you let your hands, maybe it's just your hands. Because this, from here to our pubic bone, is where we store most of our intense emotional sensations. So this for you right now might be too overwhelming. So maybe you just start, what's moving around me? What if my just my fingers could 
move with it. What does it feel like to wiggle my fingers? More external, more periphery for you to begin to thaw from that frozenness. That's beautiful insight. You two are amazing, and you feel like the only ones who understand me. I'm also so afraid I'll be stuck forever. Mm. You won't. You won't. I promise you. You're, I want you all to understand. I want you to feel the primal, ancestral lineage of the human spirit. I just got chills. It is in your fucking DNA. In your DNA, the way that the trees move, you know the the energy. Oh, now I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and Gundo's here too. You know, I was just looking outside, and, and the energy of the trees. The if you can imagine what it feels like to be nature mm. on a normal day, this is our state of being as well. And are there storms? Are there tsunamis? Are there hurricanes? Fuck yeah, but. Unless we have terrible global warming. Here, <laughs> have, have a new topic for anxiety. <laughs> there you go. Huh. <laughs> but when nature is uh, at baseline, I want you to like feel into the stillness that exists in nature. That's you. You just don't have access to it. But that is the core you. You just have a lot of stuff in the way. So if you can feel into the peace that exists, one of the reasons why we feel so peaceful coming into nature and going to take a walk in, in nature, it's not because nature calms us. It's because nature mirrors back to us the essence of who we already are. It's a remembering. It's not nature creates peace. No, no. You are peace. Nature reminded you of that. So look outside and feel the feel the air on your face and yeah sure act like a tree and or like you could be a mountain you know or you can be a bird <laughs> you know nature is who you are you are nature um it's just and, and also you know you can look at parts of nature that are traumatized and how that those things act when a tree has trauma it grows in a funny way animals when they're traumatized we are no different we're not separate mm -hmm. um so you know sometimes it might be good to go into nature to remember yeah until it happens naturally yes mm. yeah go put your hand on a tree oh my god I feel I, yeah feel i touch trees all plants go be a tree hugger like <laughs> Just touch a house plant. Touch, get some house plants. Get some house plants. Cooking is really phenomenal because it engages all five of the senses. Um, so you can like let let the onions get in your eyes, like cry, mm -hmm. like just be all in it. Um, and start to practice. There's a book I read recently, like the, the Art of Getting, Giving and Receiving by Betty someone. <laughs> I always know the first name, then the last one. And start practicing like taking sensation. Like this is very smooth and cold. And start like resensitizing yourself very slowly. But yeah, this is true that from here to your butthole, a lot of emotions, all sorts of stuff. Well, it's like all your chakras, they carry emotions. Mm -hmm. You've got stuff in your gut, your, your chest, your throat. I carry emotions sometimes in my jaw and in my mm -hmm. third eye. Um, so, I mean, I still have like train tracks along the inside cut. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Mm, all the anxiety chain. And for me, I've had, I've, I still don't know quite what that's about, but of the times that I have tuned into the impulse to destroy the inside of my own cheek, it's don't, don't say anything. Step, don't talk. Mm. Don't say what you think. You know, that's what that part of me would say. So just starting to, I'm not sure how that relates to, to what we were just saying, but just gently starting to reconnect with the periphery mm -hmm. and working inwards. Yep. Nature, periphery, external sensation. Let, yep. And until you're able to access it from the inside out, mm -hmm. access it from the outside in. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Eventually you'll be able to access and reveal from the inside out but mm -hmm. until then you are taking from the outside in yeah borrowing yeah. borrowing you know, that's why we hire a therapist we're borrowing their regulation their, we're borrowing their regulation we're borrowing their center their access and being like oh yeah that's what it feels like to trust myself mm -hmm. when you look at a tree when you look at nature remember that that's who you are mm -hmm. and let that remind you in the meantime because otherwise you're like Am I going to be in this forever? No. Mm -hmm. No. Because source wants us to heal. Mm -hmm. It wants us to remember. So it's going to put you in situations that opportunities to heal all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get a little plant, put it, a little house plant, and put it, you know, wherever you hang out most in your house. Especially as a woman, by the way. Oh, I, I have 35 house plants. I, I was talking about, like, you're a sensory being. You have 8,000 nerve endings just in your clitoris. So you are literally programmed to feel a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Men, not so much. They feel more through us. Yeah. That was a great way to like end the Q&A. Like, what a great note. Thank you for asking that beautiful question. Yeah. And I, I'm sure so many others in here needed to to hear that and have that reminder of like if it's too much to access from the inside out we can do outside in right so even like even if normally you can kind of sit with the inner sensations but it's there are some days where it's like i don't have the capacity to be with all of that outside in borrow from nature nature is who you are it's a big part of the healing journey mm, yes it's, this work is so freaking beautiful. Oh, it's amazing. Um, if you related to this struggle of not really knowing what to do or how to begin getting out of your head and into your body, I do want to share with you a couple options and resources that we at Healing Embodied have available. Um, we have a course called Get Out of Your Mind. It's literally about how to start that process of getting out of your mind into your body, what it means to cultivate presence, what it means to get into your body. And we, you know, we go over the, the common barriers and challenges and we give embodiment practices in this course, again, it's called Get Out of Your Mind. I'm going to drop a promo code for 30% off that course in the um, description or whatever it's called for the podcast. <laughs> I'm still so used to like social media stuff like link in bio. Um, but there's going to be a 30% off code and, and the link to get that course. 
Um, with that course and, and really any of our, our courses, you have access to um, a booking link to get to book a one-on-one session with Sarah, our lead body-mind integration expert. She was also on a couple episodes of this podcast. You get access to a one-on-one booking link at a discounted rate with her. So if you're feeling like you need that one-on-one hands-on support, that is something that you can um, book um, after you have access to one of our courses. And we also have ways to work with us um, live in group programs and in you know uh, longer one-on-one support containers. So I'm going to also put the link to our website where you can just look at all of our services, all the things that we have to offer to support you. If that's something that you want to dive into, that you want to invest in, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. Show notes, that's what it's called. Ha 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 ha. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes for you there so that you can have that support Um, because it really is a process. It is a process. It's like learning a, a new language, you know, learning or remembering, it's remembering the language of the body, because we all come into this world knowing how to be in our bodies. We are completely embodied when we are born into this world, and through the process of just cultural indoctrination and trauma and just so many experiences in our lives kind of rupture our relationship with our body and and. and lead us to retreat into our mind and, and put all of our focus on our mind and our thoughts or, you know, through trauma, we learn that it's, it's unsafe to be in the body. So it's, we retreat up into the mind um, as a protective mechanism. So there's, there's so many different ways that we learn that it's not safe to be in our body, or we learn to disconnect from our body or to no longer trust our bodies. So everything we do at Healing Embodied is about restoring your relationship to your body and to experience what I call body-mind congruence, where your body and your mind are on the same page. There's this beautiful communication line between your body and your mind. So everything we do at Healing Embodied is about restoring that relationship. And when you restore that relationship to your body, it changes everything. It changes how you show up in relationships, how you show up at work, how you feel about yourself. It, it changes everything. It all, it all is rooted in our own relationship to our bodies, to our humanness, to our human experience. So all the links to get support with us are in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and I will chat with you next time.